You are about to take a hard rocking trip through the decades. This is The Haircuts with your host, Smacks. Hey, what's happening, my fellow rockers? I am Smacks, your host, taking you on another hard rocking trip through the decades right here on The Haircuts. Welcome to another edition, my friends. Today, I'm going to put a legendary 80s artist in the chair. This week, I'm going with a band that hails from the East Coast, New York City to be exact. And these guys are one of the most dedicated and hardworking bands of their day. Their lead singer was an outspoken and sometimes angry frontman, and they were one of those groups that you either loved or hated. I happen to think they had some kick-ass tunes and a high-energy attitude, not to mention their live show. I'm talking the one and only D. Snyder and his band, Twisted Sister. We're also going to check in on the hair roots this week, and these are hard rocking bands that came before the 80s hair metal scene. But before we get to that, I'd like to give a big shout-out to my friends around the globe. We've picked up some listeners in Dublin, Ireland, South Africa, France, and England. And I'd also like to give a shout-out to my friends in Marlborough, Mass., Thank you so much, guys, for taking the time out and tuning in. I know you all are hard rocking fans just like me, and I'd like to invite you to hit me up on email. Maybe we can set something up. I'd love to get you on the show so we can have that rock and roll dialogue live and in person. That'd be freaking awesome. Speaking of friends of the show, here's an email that came from Amy T. in Pennsylvania. It reads, Hey, Smacks, I'm digging the Haircuts podcast. You really know how to send us back in time to the days of big hair and short skirts, rocking it out at jam-packed venues. I miss those days. I also really enjoyed episode two. Thanks for playing the unfamiliar, to me anyways, Nickelback song, Burn It Down. I've added it to my running playlist. Keep up the good work, brother. Amy, thanks for taking the time and dropping me a line. I'm so glad that I can be your tour guide on your hard rocking trip through the decades. From 1989, this is Wait For You from the debut album of Bottom.
That was Wait For You from the debut album of Bonham. Now, if that name sounds familiar, it absolutely should. That is the last name of the greatest rock and roll drummer of all time, the late, great John Henry Bonham of Led Zeppelin. Now, that cut was from his son's band, Jason Bonham. Jason has become quite an accomplished drummer himself. He's played with Foreigner, Paul Rogers, and of course played for his father's band, which was a Led Zeppelin reunion concert that took place on December 10th, 2007 at London's O2 Arena. Now, if you haven't seen this performance, you really should. It's on video. I am certain his dad was smiling down on him. Jason did an outstanding job. Now, I got to meet Jason at one time, and what a great guy. Um, I share something in common with him, and I wanted him to know what an inspiration he was to me. Now, Jason was, at that time I met him, about 15 years sober. I was very early on in my sobriety, and I showed him my sobriety clock. Now, what that is is an app that tracks the days, hours, minutes, even seconds of how long it's been since you had your last drink. So I pulled that out, showed it to him, and said, as a fellow rock and roll drummer, you've been a big inspiration to me in my journey. And that move stopped him dead in his tracks. He knew exactly what he was looking at. And Jason was wearing sunglasses at the time. He took them off, looked me right in the eye and smiled. He said, you know, I remember I used to count the days and it was not easy, especially early on. I remember I would drink for all different kinds of reasons. I used to drink because of my dad's death. Now, here I am in the presence of rock and roll royalty, and we're having a discussion, a personal discussion about our recovery. And at that moment, it confirmed to me that I was right. There were a lot cooler people than me that got sober. And if these rockers can do it, living in that life, that rock and roll lifestyle, if they could do it, I certainly could. It's been life-changing for me. And for any others of you out there that are part of this club, we are in good company. I mean, you have Alice Cooper, Gene Simmons, Ted Nugent, Chad Smith from the Chili Peppers. You have Nikki Six, Tommy Shaw of Sticks, and a lot of others. And speaking of rockers that don't drink, here is the first cut from our artist in the chair. This tune freaking kicks ass. This is You Can't Stop Rock and Roll.
That was our featured artist, Twisted Sister. Now, how about that rip and lead by J.J. French at the end? Badass, huh? Now, I mentioned that these guys were one of the hardest working bands to claw their way to the top. This band was formed in 1972 under the name Silver Star. They were a glam band that were Jersey's version of the New York Dolls. And between 72 and 76, the band broke up, had lineup changes, and it was during this time that they ended up adapting the name Twisted Sister. And it was during this period that J.J. was performing the vocal work as well as managing the band. Now, in 76, Danny Snyder, who later changed his name to D, joined as the frontman and lead vocalist of the group. At this point, they took on a heavier musical direction playing covers by Alice Cooper, Black Sabbath, and Led Zeppelin. They worked six days a week, working their ass off, playing the club scene in New Jersey and New York City. And they really began to create a pretty big following. Their audience participation shows that featured the Sweet Jane Gong Show and Disco Sucks became legendary amongst their fans. Bands started breaking all kinds of attendance records at large halls in and around the tri-state area. And its growing fan base began to take on the name Sick Motherfucking Friends of Twisted Sister. How cool. That was later shortened to SMF for Sick Motherfuckers. Now, after selling out the 3,000-seat Palladium in New York City, they started aggressively going after a record deal. Now, even after all of the hype and noise that these guys were making, they could not get a deal. In fact, the president of Atlantic Records told the A&R reps, the next one of you that talks about us signing Twisted Sister, I'm going to fire your ass. (laughs) So the band ultimately decided to start their own record label and released two singles that eventually made its way over to the UK and caught the attention of Martin Hooker, the president of an indie label by the name of Secret Records. Secret was a small British label that was mainly punk. But Martin seemed to think he could blow these guys up. So in 1982, they were finally signed, and they went over to England and recorded Under the Blade. After the completion of the album, the label's goal was to get them in front of as many people as possible. With that said, they got booked on a major tour overseas called the Reading Festival. Once they completed that tour, they came back to New York with creds, Twisted Sister Returns to America. The plan was to spend a couple of months playing their home turf, and then they were heading back to England to release the record and do another tour. Martin cut a deal with Virgin which got behind the label and the tour, and they set up distribution for the band and even a big advance to kick things off. Twisted did a final show in New York City, thanking all of their fans and announcing, we're off to the UK and world domination. So it was a big blowout. They said their goodbyes to everybody. And as they were packing their bags and ready to head out, the owner of Secret Records discovered that his partner, had drained the bank accounts, and fled. (laughs) The label was bust, and our twisted friends were left with no record deal and no work. I mean, how could they go out on the circuit in their hometown throughout the tri-state area when they just announced to all their fans they were off to Europe? And according to the band, it was a very tough period. They basically had to go into hiding, and it was months of laying low. However, the boys found a silver lining. Secret Records had lined up an appearance on a very popular live British TV show called The Tube. 
So according to the band, they went to friends, club owners that they had played for in the past, and anybody else that would chip in to get them over to the UK for this TV appearance. They drummed up the money, flew over, and did the gig. Ironically, the head of England's division of Atlantic Records saw the band, was blown away inside them. This caused a lot of internal friction between the president of Atlantic and the head of the England division. I mean, we all know the press's take on Twisted Sister, right? So long story short, they ended up inking the deal. They recorded You Can't Stop Rock and Roll and had a huge tour in Europe. When they came back to the States, they made so much noise that Doug Morris, the president of Atlantic, their nemesis, had to sit up and pay attention. So the label got behind the band, they started throwing some money at it, and they went on to record Stay Hungry. And the rest, my fellow rockers, is history. That album went on to sell 3.5 million copies in the U.S. And from that album, this is I Wanna Rock.
listening to The Haircuts with your host, Smacks. Welcome back, fellow rockers. That was I Want to Rock from Stay Hungry and our featured artist, Twisted Sister. So what are the boys doing today? Well, the band disbanded after a final tour in 2016. D, however, continues to work doing radio, voiceovers, and guest appearances. Who knows? Maybe I can somehow pull off getting him on the show here. Don't know. We'll have to wait and see. All right. I want to play one from The Roots. This band needs no introduction, and it was their early material that really struck a chord with me. This is Aerosmith and the title cut from their album, Toys in the Attic. Well, that's a wrap. Real quick, though, I want to mention the godfather of rock and roll talk radio, Eddie Trunk, stopped by to wish me and our show, The Haircuts, good luck. It was great to hear from Eddie, and if you want to check out the video, it's posted on our Insta page at The Haircuts, and of course, that's Haircuts with a Z. 
Now, before I get out of here, I want to change things up a bit in our next episode. I want to be able to give you, my brothers and sisters in rock, a quick fix of our show. Just like when you hit the barber shop or hair salon and you don't need a full-on cut, I'm going to give you a scaled-down version of our show called The Trim. It will go right into the artist in the chair and will feature cuts from any of the eras that we play. The 80s hair bands, The Roots, which features our artists before the sunset strip, or it could be The Extensions, which will be some hard rock and bands that came after the hair metal years. So I'm looking forward to it. What do you say, friends? Up for a little trim? Keep those emails coming. You can hit me up at smacks at thehaircuts.net. That is S-M-A-X at thehaircuts with a Z dot net. I'd like to thank you for spending time with me here today. And this is Smacks signing off, encouraging you all to keep the volume up. See ya.